Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine, where we are empowering mothers, teachers, and any parent who is interested in changing the trajectory of education. We are here to inspire you to take hold of education and create a business that totally lights you up and changes the trajectory of our future. This episode is going to be so good for anyone who has either started a business or thinking of starting a business, whether it's tutoring or if it is a micro school, preschool, or even a learning pod. Whatever it is that you have created or that you're thinking of creating, we have to get the word out, right? And one of my most pressed questions always revolves around how do I get students? In today's episode, I'm going to share with you four ways that you can really pour into whether or not you've already started and you need to grow your business or ways that you can plan on marketing your business when the time comes to launch. And don't worry, if you've already started but you haven't gotten the amount of students that you've needed, take notes and make sure you are implementing these steps so that you too are able to enroll the amount of students that you're heart desires and that you have planned as a goal for your business. Let's get into it. Welcome teacher to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Hey, hey, everybody. I am so happy that you're back. I know that you have got your pencil. I know that you've got your paper because I know that this is a question that you are thinking about probably a lot, no matter if you've started your business thinking about it or if you are just wondering what is this all about and can this even work? Well, today I want to share with you that I just had the most incredible summer with a group of women who ended up becoming some of my greatest friends. When I launched back in May, the educational marketing series, I never knew what it would actually end up being. I'm so honored to call the people that poured into their trust in me to teach them how to build their school in an effort to gain students. I'm so grateful for them and we ended up becoming forming a sisterhood. And I'm excited to share with you that pretty soon that educational marketing series will be launching again and it will be on steroids. Oh yeah, it's going to be on steroids. So let's get ready for it. Be listening so that we can help you start your business and get those students. Now I want to share with you that the women that I helped had just left their position as a teacher. All right. Nine women had just left their position as a teacher, actually one more that had already had a micro school. And we got together and really poured over. And I had only, ta- I, I limited the spots to 10 people 
because I wanted this to be a very intimate setting where I could really give attention to those who were trusting me to help them. So 10 women, one of which was starting a tutoring business and majority of them, well, every single one of them were starting a micro school or planning to start a micro school. Now I taught them for five weeks. We had five weeks of Zoom sessions where I taught them live coaching through very specific modules that focused on three main pillars of advertising. In today's episode, I'm going to add a bonus one in. Yep, I'm going to add a bonus one in. But I want to give kudos to the women who left their position in a public school setting very quickly. If you are just in to this idea of starting your business and you're spending the next year building it, Wow, do you have an advantage? Because these ladies, they had to put the pedal to the metal. They had to put their feet, their feet, their feet. They had to put their feet to the pavement and they had to hustle because they, like me, decided to leave and then start building immediately. So if you are not them, but you have time to get yourself ready and situated, then you definitely need to start by understanding that marketing is very powerful. Now, you may not have all of the details and you may not have all of your plans. That's okay. Stay tuned. The next episode, I'm going to talk to you about what you should do over this next year in an effort to plan your business. But let me just say that it is so imperative that you understand you have the ability to get these students. You can make this happen. I'm going to give you the four tactical strategy pillars, but underneath each pillar, there are some very specific strategies that, of course, if it took me five weeks to get through and teach these wonderful ladies and then two months of follow-up, you better believe we cannot get into it in one episode. But I'm going to give you the four pillars for you to just munch on for a minute and to really think about how you can make this happen. Now, I want to also say this. You should be in our Facebook group. Start your micro school or homeschooling business. There are tons of people who will help you. It's not just me helping you. Tons of people who are in there adding value, helping one another. And it is a really great spot for you to come learn and get fresh new ideas. All right, grab that piece of paper. And at the top of that piece of paper... I want you to write A, B, C. A, B, C. Easy as one, two, three. Yep. A, B, C. A, B, C is going to stand for always be connecting and always be consistent. Say it. Always be connecting. Always be consistent. A, B, C. So the four pillars that I'm going to give you need to have a connection and a consistency piece to them. Those are the biggest strategies. And yes, it does take some diligence and it does take some fine tuning in the way that you message and the way that you speak and the way that you talk to people and the value that you add to others. Always connecting with people and always sharing your idea even before you start your business is powerful. It's You've already leveraged. You've already given yourself a platform to begin building. 
So connecting with others and not being shy with your idea. It's okay if you have an idea and you plan on it being next year, but you are afraid that really it might be the year after that. You still need to be talking. Several people have come to me and said, Mackenzie, I remember when you lived in Missouri and you talked about this eight years ago. Mackenzie, I remember five years ago when I worked with you at Bear Lake Elementary and you were talking about this. I was? Yes. So just putting it out is so incredibly important. And that is that always being connected to others. And then there's the always being consistent. And I will share with you how that works as well. So after you put on your paper, A, B, C, always be connecting, always be consistent. I want you to put four, you can either draw a cross and you have four quadrants, or you can just do four columns. On the first column or in the first box, you're going to write in word of mouth. And underneath word of mouth, that means not just telling your neighbor, not just telling your friends on social media. That doesn't just mean telling your mom and dad and expecting that everyone's going to spread the word for you. That means going through your phone book. That means making sure that everybody that you know knows what you are doing. Your neighbors, your family members, they're very important. But what about the people that you see at your child's ball game? What about the people that you see when you're at the grocery store and you're just making friendly conversation with them at the checkout? What about the waitress that serves your food? How about your mailman? What about the people who come and solicit and knock on your door and you have a really great way to say, well, thank you for coming and sharing your business. I'd love for you to share mine. That is word of mouth. And that means that you have to open your mouth and you have to let go of the fear that it's not going to be successful. And I'm going to tell you, this is the hardest. This is the hardest because it's going to make you get out of your comfort zone and text message someone, call someone, use your words, use your time to tell people what you're doing. And so when I say to you that this is the hardest, let me just remind you that you must fight a lackadaisical attitude about this. And not just word of mouth by reaching out to people, also following up with them. And you have to be consistent. And so I share with the group that I have how many times a week they need to be contacting people, how many people they need to be contacting each week, what they say to them. I've given them all of their messaging. I gave them everything to say in a text message, everything to say in an email, everything to say in in a voicemail, everything to say in their flyers, in their brochures. This is so important because your messaging has to be on point as well. But it doesn't matter if it's perfect right off the bat. You just need to get it out there. And being consistent is so critical because there have been times myself where I'm like, all right, I'm going to reach out to 20 people this week. And then life happens and I'm like, oh my gosh, I talked to four. And I'm like, I've got to be consistent. And so with that, I had to be very diligent that I wrote in my planner every day who I was going to contact or how many people I was going to contact. And I didn't go to bed until I did it. That's word of mouth marketing. And that is your number one strategy for getting your clients. Why? Because they know you, they like you, they trust you, and they will spread the word for you and they will advertise for you. And guess what? It's free. Number two, social media. Making sure that you have a business page and making sure that you are posting consistently. 
We found so many great tools for our educational marketing series girls. They were having the time of their life, really pouring into their Facebook page, and you get to have some creativity with it. But there is a strategy behind using social media. You do have to learn the tricks and the trades of algorithms, and you do have to learn how to really work that side of advertising, which is social media. You do have to make sure that you're connecting with people in order for them to see your post, and you have to make sure that you are working not only your business page and your personal page in tandem with one another. So that is very important that you First off, just start with making sure that you have a Facebook business page and that you are posting on there consistently. I understand that it does seem like a lot to try to find out the tricks and the trades and how to beat the algorithm and how to get your posts seen more often, but a very common misconception is that people think, if someone likes my Facebook page, they're automatically going to see all of my posts. That's not true. Prior to having a school, I did have a jewelry business. I know, laugh all you want to. We've talked about this before, but I am so grateful that I did it because I connected with people all across the world and I learned how to work my social media. I also learned so much about connecting with people that I would typically not connect with over the phone. And I really poured into Facebook groups as well. So having a Facebook business page is completely advantageous because it is one to many. And it's not just the people that like my business page because if that you can like a business page, but that doesn't mean that it will show up on pe- people's news feed. So if you like a business, let's say it's raised tires and plus, and you click I like it, that doesn't mean that you're going to see everything that raised tires and plus is going to post. There's an algorithm that has to be worked. So that does take strategy and it does take learning about it. However, most importantly, you want to have a platform where people can go to know you, like you, and trust you when others start sharing about you. Number three is launching events. And again, this is a more of a heavier type of project to go through. But hear me out. When you launch an event... You are able, again, to put yourself out there and have people that you typically wouldn't see that may not be on social media or are not your friend. So you could have a booth set up at a farmer's market. You can connect with other local businesses and ask to trade services or ask for an example over the summertime when my daughter was at summer camp at her dance camp, I asked if I could have an opportunity to set a little table out and be able to share my brochures and my school with people who are dropping their daughters off at dance camp. Now, if you're listening to this, obviously it is August. School has already started. Maybe you already have a school. What events could you launch or that you plan on launching? Maybe in now or in the fall, or if you're at capacity, like for an example, I am at total complete enrollment for my school. What would I be able to do to advertise and launch an event prior to the end of school? Maybe in March or April or maybe even in February, having an event showcasing our school before the end of the school year so that I can ensure that I have enrollees and that I'm not spending the summer with people always inquiring about our school because that will happen. 
That is something to keep in mind. When you are a school or you run a business, people are looking for you during the summertime. And although it's not a lot of time, it's just something that you need to consider when you are thinking about your summer plans and how you're going to connect with people. I love having a summer where I can decompress and be with my family. But I also know that there needs to be some planning that occurs knowing that I'm marketing my school and people are going to be interested and they're busy during the school year. So they're going to be asking me questions and wanting to come and visit and tour during the summertime prior to school starting. So launching events and keeping that in mind. Always be connecting. Always be consistent. That would, that would mean in October I'm going to do it and in April I'm going to do it for an example. Or if you're just starting out or you haven't even started, can you think of a time that would be convenient? And number four, this is the bonus one that I did not talk much about during my educational marketing series because that wasn't where my group of members were at that time. This was a very big step for them to leave their public school position, come in, start building a business within a couple months, and then to think about building a website, whoa that would have been way too much for them. So we went with the things that were free and they were easy and that they had already built rapport in with knowing, liking, and trusting people. That was word of mouth, social media, launching events. But I am telling them and I'm telling you that a website, I did not have it my first two years, but now that I do have it, I'm sorry, I didn't have it my first year. I got it towards the middle of my second year. Now that I have it, wow, what a deal breaker it has been with mainly collecting email addresses for those who inquire through Google through my website and I ask them to message me for their introductory packet they will message me I now have their email and I can send out weekly emails promoting our school and I can even do that throughout the school year so I love building an email list When I heard about building email lists prior to ever having a business, I thought that is way too much. That is way over my head. But let me tell you, I outsourced that. And our girl, Madison Ansel, she's been on the podcast before. She is my digital manager. She helps me a lot with Teacher Let Your Light Shine. She also has now started helping me with Lighthouse Learning. She built both web pages and she helps me with all of my emails. She is phenomenal but I outsource it and you can do this very economically. First, you need to build your website. Second, after you build your website, you need to come up with a system where you can collect email addresses and then start blasting them out monthly, weekly, whatever is best for you. But that is an incredible opportunity to what? You know it, ABC, always be connecting. And of course, you always want to be consistent. And that for me is sending out an email every Monday to people who are not even a part of our school, but they still get our emails. I'm not going to do that throughout the school year, but I will pick it back up come January, February to start promoting our school again. All right, everyone. I hope that helps you. That are Those are four pillars of advertising that can help you starting now or, or whenever you begin your teaching business, but those are four necessary components, making sure that you market, advertise, and enroll the students that you need. I hope to see you in our Facebook group, Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business. Until then, you just keep shining your light. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way. 
because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you. Thank you.